At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. For our number two of Vison Big Bets, Dave Ross alongside them all shall here at South Point Casino and Hotel. Want to give our pro tip out for our number one. <laughs> if you have, I take a deep breath. Sorry, Dave. Thanks, Kelly. If you have an outright bet at the top or near the top of a leaderboard on a Sunday, like in golf, you might want to look at the live odds and figure out a hedge scenario for a guy that might run him down. Now, of course, the trick there is you got to get the right guy to run him down. But it probably wouldn't have been that hard yesterday because it was the world number one in John Rom who ran down my guy, Kelly's guy, Kalamura Kawa. So, again, it is a lesson, a real lesson out there. All kidding aside, if you've got a ticket like we had, plus 2250, and a guy like Morikawa who's dominating this tournament, and all of a sudden you see, uh-oh, you got to watch that. You got to watch it. I didn't. I ignored it. I watched NFL football, and that's my that's my fault for not paying attention to what was going on in the moment. So you need to be up on that because you could have gotten, as Kelly did, almost two to one on Rom. Well, you could have gotten way better than that. Sure, you yeah. could have got, got ten to one. You could have got like before the round started. Two hundred to one. Two hundred to one, right? So you could have just taken those shots. Now again, you didn't know it was going to be Rom because he wasn't even in the final group. Matthew Fitzpatrick was in that final group yesterday, but. You look at a class player. I did this last year at the Open Championship when Rory looked like he was going to run away with it at St. Andrews, right? And I said, well, if there's a guy that gets hot with that putter, it's a guy like Cam Smith, and if it gets tight for Rory, and I got a really good number that day. I think I got 8-1 to one on that day. And that, I didn't have a ticket on Rory. That was just a kind of a what could happen if something goes wrong. You need to, in individual sports, certainly like golf, as we get into golf season now, that is a great lesson. It's a great pro tip out there. You've got the leader. Now you want to think about possibly looking at a long shot to run him down and safeguard that bet if you possibly can. You could have done it yesterday with John Rom. No question about it. I was kind of snickered because I'm looking at the NFL Network. It's got the UC uh, the Medical physicians. Center there. Yeah. The physicians and somebody speaking from there. Why do they look like they're in a hostage situation? <laughs> if you've ever seen the movie Airplane, and they haven't improved the camera quality at all. None. So, None whatsoever. It's going from like 1996 traffic camera that they somehow <laughs> brought in the building for this. It's like when the uh, flight attendant comes up to Leslie Nielsen and says, excuse me, sir, are you a doctor? And he's got the stethoscope yeah. around his. Yes, I am. 
I mean, that's how, yeah, we get it. They're all in the guard. Like, they are doctors. We understand that. By the way, that is the pro tip for hour number one. You get access to up to 20 pro tips a day across the VEASAN spectrum. When you are a VEASAN pro subscriber, all you have to do is go to VEASAN.com. You can sort those out by show and or by sport. We are going to get to holder fire in the NFL edition here and, and take a look at that. But I know you wanted to tell the world. No, we were just talking about, like, some of the beats. Well, I want to because these are, the Kyle Morkow one, that was a pro tip here again. That's going to sting the nostrils for quite some time, right? But Holy you, hell, what they're talking about right, right now, DeMar Hamlin has been released from the hospital. Oh, oh very nice. Very good news. Breaking news. Wow. That so, is incredible. So we look up, we're wondering why. This is an amazing story. This is now one week. It was one week ago mm-hmm. tonight. Where it Doesn't that feel like a year ago, that Cincinnati and Buffalo game? That feels like a year. I mean, it is remarkable what has happened with DeMar Hamlin. So, Kelly, with the update there. They he headed back. He's in Buffalo. Released from hospital and is, re- is returning home to Buffalo. They're going to be a tough out. I mean, they're going to be a tough out anyway. And we know now that if it is Buffalo and Kansas City, and by the way, for those that might not have been paying attention yesterday, yes, Buffalo, Cincinnati, Kansas City all won over the weekend. Kansas City has the one seed. The, the only part of this uh, – triumphant, if you will, that doesn't make any sense to me is, okay, now the Bengals are going to host the Ravens here in the, in the wild card round here uh, this week. If the Bengals were to play the Chiefs, they would have to go to Kansas City. That's the only part of this coin flip neutral site thing. If it's Buffalo, KC, that's, I'm fine with that. But I think it should be the same for, for Cincinnati because they were kind of taken away. I get it that, that the Chiefs have a one game, uh, they're ahead by one game by winning their game, but we still Kind of don't know what would have happened in that Bengals game. I thought maybe for all three, if they get there, whatever the matchups are, just flip a coin and play at a neutral site. I mean, we'll see how it goes. Let the games be played first on Saturday and Sunday, and then we'll kind of see where the chips fall. Right, and the Bills still have to play an extra game. I mean, that's the bottom line of this thing. They, They were taking away the possibility of having the same record as the Chiefs. And so, yes, while it sounds like it's fair that they're going to play if those two teams play in the championship game at a neutral site, the Bills still have to play one extra game just to get there. Yeah. And they're going to play that game, uh, obviously, next week, big favorites over the Dolphins. So we'll get to that in a second. But please tell, because I am curious, well, what your worst beat is that you recall. It's, it was an easy one. It was a game I lost on, but this is the worst beat of all time in sports betting. Braves Mets over 7.5 in the playoff Rockin game. Where, Robin, where Ventura. Robin Ventura didn't circle the bases. Like, everything else is a product of a play happening on the field. This is just a guy who needs to circle the bases. The ball's already over the wall. It's a walk-off grand slam. But I'll tell you the worst loss ever for a team where you just had a win and you lost. You know, you mentioned Colin, uh, Colin Marikauer and, of course, Vandeveld at the British Open. Oh. But the worst one ever was Kevin Steele and Baylor against UNLV. Okay. They're winning the game in 1999. I think the score is like 27-24 is the final or whatever it was. And I think the score was 24-20 at the time. The ball's at the UNLV, like, two-yard line or one-yard line. There's 20 seconds remaining. Instead of taking a knee, they try to score a touchdown. Fumble. Fumble the ball, and Kevin Thomas picks it up and goes 99 yards to the house the other way. Clock runs out. Game over. All you got to do is take a knee. I, I had not recalled that one. Obviously, recall the Rock and Robin Grand Slam single. And everything was in the balance here. If you had the Mets that day, money. if you had them uh, on the run line. Yeah. That didn't cash. That right. is the worst one. The ball's right. I mean, that is. If you had the over. You think I'm going to give you bad information? It affected everything. It's not just that it affected and everything. It's, it's like all you have to do. I mean, in baseball, how many times do you see a guy not circle right. the bases? It's yeah. not Robin's fault. He got mobbed at first base. Well, he should have toughed it out a little bit. And then it was like this, and he's ducking, <laughs> and everybody's slamming on him. The D-backs are running off the field, or the Braves are running off the field, rather. And I'm just – look, it was a great win as a Met fan. But, yeah, you're right. I remember that thinking, oh, wasn't the total seven and a half? Like, is that yeah. not – doesn't get – no, he didn't touch home plate. I mean, the Hail Marys, the laterals, we've seen them all. So, so yesterday's safety – by the by, the Dolphins. But the fact that you're not expecting it is actually disappointing. No, to I me. was expecting. Okay, there you go. Here's, that, the, here's the thing. Right? Yeah. That, Remember yeah. this. Remember this. Gentlemen, that, you have to be aware of that on those last six, plays. It's yeah. six to six with 25 seconds to go in the game, and you're you're in pocket three and a half with the Jets as the Dolphins line up for a long field goal. By the way, the, I had the same thing in the Panthers game against the Saints yesterday. I had the Panthers three and a half. The Saints are lining up for a potential game-winning field goal in the last minute, and I remember thinking. 
I hope they miss it because, I. yes, you think, well, just make it, and then the game's going to be over. No, because you don't want me to say it. Because the pop possibility of the pitch, pitch, woo-woo. Now, they missed it, and then the Panthers go down and get, get the game winner. The exact same scenario in reverse happened in that Dolphins game against the Jets yesterday. And I'm thinking there's three plays. Three plays. The first two plays are incomplete, mm-hmm. and they should have been pass interference, which would have put the ball around midfield, and then you really don't sweat that out anymore. The only time you sweat it is when the officials eat the whistle and they won't throw the flag, and then you start it from your own 25 and immediately start going backwards. There, there was a game this year. I forgot which one it was. So I think it was like Lafayette and Southern Miss or somebody like that. It might have been last year. I can't even remember. It's fourth down. All I need is a knockdown, and the ball gets picked sixth. I'm like, dude. Are you kidding me? I'm looking over. I'm like, there's nobody on that side of the field who's going to take it. It was fourth down. Game would have been over because the other side would have just taken a knee. There was about 30, 40 seconds remaining. I mean, we have all those, but I, I'm talking about like, well, if you've got a situation. The action happened. The home run happened. happened. Yeah, exactly. Right. That's a dicey one. Okay, let's begin. Real quick, just a couple more DeMar Hamlin updates Ooh. here. Okay, so this is, okay, first of all, to be clear, he's been transferred to another hospital in Buffalo. But okay. he is... Apparently, everything is looking good. He is doing physical therapy up out of the bed, walking and tolerating a regular diet. That is all according to Tom Pelissero. He will be transferred to another hospital in Buffalo for monitoring. So he's out of Cincinnati, and now he's back uh, in in Buffalo, which is amazing news. Obviously, the Bills will be uh, hosting a game next week. Uh, Look, I, I I hope, you know, he's whatever he needs to do to keep on this track that he's on. Could you imagine if he showed up at Orchard Park for that? Uh, and that place would just explode. It'd be like the Willis Reed moment, but much, much bigger. It really would, yeah. right? It would be, I mean, and that's the thing. Like, you saw yesterday, and again, that's one of the reasons why I did play the Bills yesterday. It didn't. It wasn't easy to get there, but it got there. Was, you know, when Josh Allen was walking in, you know, hours before the game, Tamar Hamlin tweeted out his walk-in and said, that's my quarterback. And I thought... If you're Josh Allen, like what, Naeem Hines with two kick returns, I'm like, they're like, we're not losing this game. This is no way. I, and I know that that's like storybook stuff and Hollywood stuff. and But those guys feel that stuff. Yeah, but it reminded me of the uh, game after Jose Fernandez passed away that's for, right. the, for the uh, Marlins against yeah. the Mets. Right? Like They, they weren't going to lose. Yeah, it just felt like that was going to be the game that they're going to be able to win. And it was one of those situations. I mean, I didn't see the play when it happened in the Buffalo game. Mm-hmm. But, I mean. I don't know. Orchard Park had to be probably on the loudest meter since that comeback against the Houston Oilers. It was amazing. Yeah, absolutely. It was amazing. The, the, the environment there yesterday for yeah. that, the opening kickoff, running that back. Uh, so just it's fascinating news. It's great news, obviously, to get that uh, DeMar Hamlin transported from Cincinnati to Buffalo. Um, so, and by the way, they, they do cover those numbers. And they're a big favorite against the, the, uh, the Dolphins next week. We'll get into all those numbers next with Holder Fire. But just an amazing uh, story that we saw play out in the last week. I still can't believe it's just one week, seven days since CPR on the field to now being transported to, back to another hospital. You know, consistent diet, it sounds like, as Kelly's saying, being able to watch the game, tweet to his boys, FaceTime with his guys. It's a remarkable, remarkable story. And I think it's a really uplifting one. Uh, for the way I think everybody, maybe even if you weren't a sports fan, came together uh, in support of DeMar Hamlin o- over the last week. And I hope there's more of that civility in the world. That was really nice to see. Uh, so, again, when we come back, let's do Holder Fire, and we'll take a look at some of those numbers. Some of them rather large spreads for Wild Card Weekend, and some of them maybe a little bit tighter than you would have expected. We'll break it down next here on Big Bets. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. 
Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay. So you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah. Like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VEASAN.com. Check the current betting splits data. Want to know the money and bets are moving for every game? The betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes so you can see the changes in all of the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets or where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com. Back alongside them all, Shaw Dave Ross here. This is Big Bets here on Beeson. It is time to get into Wild Card Weekend. Kelly Bidlin, it is time to burn the studio to the ground. Let's do it. Hold or fight. On a Monday, gentlemen, and we look at these numbers, and I will admit that I've already played some. I tried to, right when the numbers came out yesterday, and I thought, ooh, some of these are pretty juicy. My inner Kelly Bidlin kicked in. In the Giants and Vikings game. Now, Amal, before you saw the numbers come out, are you making numbers in your head? Because Will Hill, you see him all over the network. We were theorizing if it's the Jags and Chargers, what would the number be? And I said, I think that I think probably one, and I think the total would be around 47. Mm-hmm. It's one and 47 and a half. So I nailed that one. Oh, very nice. But like, did you have a number in your head for Seattle and San Francisco? Uh, probably, I was thinking about probably about 11 on this one. I don't know about a total. And that number right now, it was 11 and a half in some places yesterday. It's come down a little bit to 10. And the total is 43 here at South Point. So I look at this game and I go, I get it. Bro- Brock Purdy, by the way, Amal, his QB rating right now in five starts is 105. Do you know what that would put him if he was eligible for the whole year? Number one in the league. Number one in the league. That's what Kyle Shanahan's done with Brock Purdy, Mr. Relevant, which is absolutely astounding. He's doing stuff that's in the Mahomes and in the uh, Kurt Warner for the highest QB, QB ratings in his first five starts in the Super Bowl era. Warner's the best at 134.4. Purdy's second at 119. Some guy named Pat Mahomes, heard of him? Patrick, or his mother. 116.3. You know, Warner went on to win a Super Bowl and an MVP. So I'm not saying that's what's going to happen here, but that number is now 10. If you like the Niners on a Monday, hold or fire? Um, you know, I, I don't know. It's interesting. I think this is kind of a hold. I, I don't know if the line's going to come down or not. Playoff game, I think people might think it's a little bit more of a uh, tightly contested matchup, so it's hard to say. When you look at when these two teams played, 
in Seattle a couple of weeks ago. Uh, 49ers win that game by eight. They were three-and-a-half-point road favorites in that one. Uh, when these two teams played early in the season, uh, 49ers won by 20 in Santa Clara in mm-hmm. that game. 49ers were a nine-and-a-half-point favorite. Now they're a half a point higher. Um, I don't know if I would back see uh, uh, San Francisco laying the points here at this point in time. You know, that's interesting because Seattle, ironically, is the only team that's seen all three of the quarterbacks. Because right. the week two game is the g- game that Trey Lance got hurt and was lost for the season. Jimmy Garoppolo came into that game and kind of resuscitated the offense, which was struggling. Remember, they lost week one to the Bears. Yeah. I know that sounds almost unfathomable now with the Bears being the number one seed with the worst record in the league, beating the Niners easily, by the way, in week one in Chicago. And now, of course, they saw Brock Purdy at the end of the year. I did fire yesterday when it was 11 and a half and it's come down to 10. So I'm kind of with you. I think if you like the Niners, you might want to hold. This number might keep coming down. 10's a lot to cover in a playoff game. Yeah, I would agree with you. And, you know, the one thing I don't think we should discount are teams on the road. We've seen it happen, and I'm not suggesting or implying that Seattle wins that game, but you look at the Chargers matchup, you look at Dallas on the road, the Giants against Minnesota. I think these are all, you can make compelling arguments for why the road team's got a shot. Totally agree. So let's go to the next one here. Real quick, Dave. Yeah. I feel like this uh, This is a question I feel like I haven't heard discussed very very much. What are the 49ers' plans for quarterback next year? Oh like, boy. is it Barack Purdy? Are, are we at that well, point? Well, we, we know Jimmy's gone because he's not right. under contract. So Jimmy G is going to take his wares elsewhere. And well, I was told that before the season this year. I, I mean, but, but was, right? I mean, but remember they had to trade him. They couldn't trade him. He was under he was under that deal, right? So now there's no deal. So nobody wanted a salvage title. Is that what you're telling me? No. Well, right. Remember, he had a bad wing last year and all that. So now he's coming off another surgery. You know, this one to his leg. So it's going to be it's, – it'll be interesting what the market is for Jimmy. But I would be stunned that he comes back to San Francisco now. Trey Lance is really, I think, what Kelly's getting at. No, I, yes. get, I get where and he's I'm coming like, from. I mean, is that his job when he gets back? No, I don't oh, think so. I don't think so. so. Yeah, I, I think it's a lot to assume that. But, no, like, I don't know. I just feel like I've heard, I haven't Second heard anybody talk pick. about this. Second overall I, pick. I'll tell you this. The performance by Brock Purdy has hurt Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo's market value. I think it's yeah. fair. Because you're basically telling us in San Francisco, when you've got CMC who put up almost 1,100 yards combined between uh, – rushing and receiving in 10 games. You've got Debo Samuel. You've got George Kittle. You've got Trent Williams on that offensive line. You've got that defense with Nick Bosa, Fred Warner, uh, Eric Armstead now back in the mix. I think you're saying that we can put a lot of guys in a quarterback here as long as you can throw the ball within an area code. Brandon Ayuk's going to make the play. They've got dudes everywhere. That was that was one thing you did say about a month ago. You were like, I, I, this team, you think this team's going to win the Super Bowl. You didn't care who was playing. Yeah, you were right on that. I mean, your handicap there, I was way off. I really thought, thought there would be a time where Brock Purdy would show that he was the Mr. Relevant and the last player taken. He hasn't shown that yet, which is absolutely stunning to me. Very quickly, I was just trying to see if Jordan Brooks, if he's out – uh, for the year. He's got an ACL injury, so I don't think he's going to be back. That's my one concern for next week back in the Seahawks. How do they stop the run? Because we know with Debo, we assume, you know, back in the mix, and we'll find out about his status as well. They're going to run CMC. They're going to run Debo. They're going to even, they've used Ayuka a little bit in the Debo role with Debo out. And if Jordan Brooks, their leading tackler in Seattle, isn't there, which I don't think he's going to be there, I think he might be done for the year. That could get dicey late for me in that game where San Francisco's kind of wearing them out. That would be my concern. So that would be my only thing, my only concern there. Yeah, I don't disagree with you, but I'll tell you one thing, and Sean King brought this up, and his concern with San Francisco is you've got a rookie quarterback who needs to navigate. What has he played, five or six games? Five. Five Five. starts. Yeah, and so as well as he's been able to do so far, it's a different scenario when you get to the end of the season. I still like the 49ers a lot. I think they're the team to beat in the NFC. I Mm -hmm. get what uh, Philadelphia's been able to do so far this year, but – and I'm not thrilled about lane 10. Uh, I'd want this game to be a little bit lower if I'm looking to bet the Niners. Let's go to the Chargers against the Jags. I'm put my arm up because I nailed this one. It is one. And the total, I said, it would be 47. It's a little bit higher, 47 and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, we're expecting points. But here's what I don't know. What about Joey Bosa? What about Mike Williams? Guys carted off yesterday. I don't know why Boy Genius 2.0 played those guys. I don't. And I like I, again, I, I don't want to bang on Brandon Staley. I almost it was almost like uh I didn't do it all year. I actually thought he did a good job. He he wasn't the same coach that somehow missed the playoffs last year with all that talent on that roster. This year he's had injuries. Slater goes out early as left tackle. Bosa's been in and out. Williams has been in and out. 
Herbert got hurt early in the year, and, and they're a solid playoff team. And then he does that yesterday, and I go, why would you do that? Now I don't know what the Chargers are going to look like on the road against the Jags, laying one. If you like the Jags, hold or fire? Um, I would I would probably fire if you like Jacksonville. I don't think this number is going to crawl up too much more past two. I mean, you could potentially wait to see if it gets to two. but Might get to a pick em, right? Yeah, it could go that way as well. Uh, you mentioned Williams and Bosa, but they're still both expected to play, correct? That uh, I don't know. Mike Williams, I think he's pretty questionable. He, wasn't he carted off? He was. I, apparently he was. Apparently he, the MRI came back clean and, he, and he's fine. But I, I, saw pro, I saw tweets last night about him having pain sitting down and stuff. Yesterday. I mean, these guys. I mean, I don't, it's right after a game, so who knows? I, but Right. And again, you know, you, you do have Keenan Allen. You do have Austin Eckler. They, they do have weapons. We understand that. But those felt like unnecessary risks for your best defensive well, player and your, your best I, wide receiver and biggest weapon there. I would agree with you. And I, I get that Williams and Bosa both missed time this year. Maybe you want to get them some reps. But I think there's a problem when you look at the Chargers and their strength and conditioning. Because this team has suffered more injuries Man. the last couple of years than almost anyone in the National Football League. At some point in time, when you're starting to take stock and evaluating, you can't sit there and say everything's a freak injury or accident. And to me, maybe they need to overhaul that in the offseason. I, I don't know if anybody's got if, if someone's got the information, send it my way on Twitter or something like that. I want to know how many games Mike Williams and Keenan Allen have played together Man. while on the roster for the for the Chargers. I was about to say San Diego, but LA Chargers. Well, for, while they were on the oh, since they've been on the Chargers, it feels like one of them's out every other week. Get those Joshua Palmer props ready. Because, I mean, if Williams can't go, you know, Keenan Allen, you're going to try to take him away if you're the Jags. And by the way, the Jaguars in that game Sunday night or Saturday night, they played good defense, but Trevor Lawrence was not great. Oh, he missed him. He missed, he missed several throws. He missed game, three man. throws that I can recall. I'm like, right? these are throws you got to make. So, like, I, that's the problem for me. I did play the Chargers even with the injury concerns because I'm going to ultimately trust Justin Herbert to make more plays than I saw Trevor Lawrence. I felt like they got tight. Like, this was the division. This is a big step. Year two. They won the division. Kudos, I, Jacksonville. But are they ready to go win a playoff game now? Yeah, but I'm not. I wouldn't compare uh, Trevor Lawrence to Herbert. I don't think it's close. I think Herbert is at a different plane than him. You know, I know Palmer's had a great year. He's had more receptions than Mike Williams. Mm -hmm. But Mike Williams is an absolute stud. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's a dude. Yeah, absolutely. He he really is. Okay, when we come back, we'll continue Hold or Fire as we go through the wild card scenarios, and it's going to be a wild weekend of NFL football, which goes to Monday night, by the way. We'll address all of that next here on Big Bets on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Watch football with a little bit more on the line by playing free in the Guinness Time Challenge. Just visit DraftKings.com slash Guinness, set your lineup, watch the action unfold as you play for your share of $115,000 all season long. Guinness, made of more. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions to apply. See DraftKings.com for all of the details. I could have used a couple Guinnesses yesterday with the way some of those games ended, but I digress. Back alongside of Shaw, Dave Ross here. Uh, we're going to keep going with hold or fire for NFL wildcard weekend. Some people have the audacity to say these games aren't very good. Bills. That's me. Like I'm all said earlier. You just call me. Call out names. Kelly call Bidwin. Out. This game sucked this week. Well, Dave, since you're enamored by these games, which games are you so all like, of them? I, am I going to watch every second? Yeah, yes, I'm going to watch every second. Okay. Dave, it's not about watch whether you're second. watching them or not. Listen, I watch Cal State, Northridge, and Riverside, so who cares? The point I, being is, which game are you like? I, this is going to be a great game. I like. I'm intrigued. I know I'm crazy. I'm intrigued by Seattle and what they might be able to do against San Francisco because Pete Carroll, by the way, owns Kyle Shanahan. Nobody owns Kyle Shanahan except for Pete Carroll. I know he didn't this year, but traditionally it's a it's a ring around the rosies in the NFC West. And Pete, I'm telling you, that game's gonna be tired than people think. I don't know how tight this Bills and Dolphins game's gonna be because I don't know who's playing quarterback. If it's Skylar Thompson, God help us all, then I'm not intrigued to watch this game. There is no chance in hell that the fish can go to Orchard Park with Skylar Thompson at quarterback and cover, forget about winning. They can't cover 11 if you watched that game yesterday against the Jets. 
Why is this number? Like, Seattle was getting a similar number against San Francisco. Okay, I, can, I can make a case for Seattle. They actually have pros playing the position, and Geno Smith's been a resurrection this year. How in the world can we back the fish getting 11? Well, I mean, he was 20 for 31 for a buck 52, no INTs. <laughs> I mean, if you liked the Bills. Put about nine points. Three field goals and a safety to kick that. Well, part enough of it, to beat me. Wasn't there a 15-yard call on the Jalen Waddle catch for uh, yes, horse collar? Horse collar. Oh, dude, any way you want to lose it, that's the way I lost it yesterday with that Jets game. The latest on Tua from Sheffer reports the Dolphins are hopeful Tua can play this uh, week. Wait a Ho- second. Hopeful. Stop the presses. That changes everything. If they say, the team says, they are hopeful, you know what that means? He's not playing? No, I think it's the direct opposite. I think when the team floats that out there, because if they had said, we don't want to risk him long term, if I'd heard that, that signals he ain't playing. When I hear, oh, he's, we're hopeful he can go, that means, can, can you play? So here's my question. Is he not your long-term quarterback? I don't know. I'm saying they want to play him in this game. I I don't know. I I just think it's going to be tough for them, as you alluded to. Remember last year on Saturday night when Buffalo played New England, they beat him by about three million. Mm -hmm. This feels like a similar situation. So if you like the Bills, do you fire on the eleven a day? Because if I do, right? Because if Tua doesn't play, Mm -hmm. the number goes up. We got to get to a thirteen, don't we? I thought this number is factored in with him not playing. Well, don't, well, I think it's the unknown. What if it's what if it's uh, Teddy Two Gloves? Can he go? I mean, give me a quarterback. Can you get Joshua Dobbs? Can you make a trade for Tennessee? I mean, give me a quarterback if it's not if it's not to a tongue of Iloa. By the way, you know what nobody's talking about with Buffalo? They've won seven in a row quietly. Yeah, I mean, you you look at this team. They've done a great job uh, in terms of last several weeks, just taking care of the teams that they've had to face off against. They've had tight games, but they still found ways to win and. You know, Tua played okay in that game up in uh, Orchard Park. Yeah, he did. You know, 17 for 30 for 234 and two touchdowns. Allen was 25 for 40 for 304 and four touchdowns. Um, but Mozart yesterday got injured. Yeah. And so um, he's got a broken thumb. I mean, you you would think that he should be able to play, but it's just something to keep in the back of your mind if you're looking at this matchup. should be interesting. I look at the total, and that's factored into the non-tool line, mm-hmm. 43 and a half as well. I mean, the, the, you're not stopping the Bills. They're going to be at least in the 20s, right? Now, Allen did have another red zone turnover that I noted yesterday against the Patriots. But, but shy of that, of turnovers in the red zone, they're going to move the football up and down the field as is their want. So, to me, I look at it like i got to play the Bills – and fire in the 11 a day. But if you do get news that Tua can go, where does that number end up? Nine? Yeah, I think probably about eight or nine points. You know, looking back when these two teams played a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. uh, you saw the the game in Orchard Park, and that one with Tua in the lineup, Buffalo was seven and a half. So that'd be interesting to look at. I, when I hear that the they're hopeful, that would be the only pause in firing on the Bills today. Because you would get a better number if you still like the Bills if Tua plays. Look, I'm convinced he's not playing, but also, again, this number would never be 11 if two is playing. Right. So, I mean, don't you think if the odds makers are concerned about him playing or not, I think you would have seen this line not be up potentially. Well, Teddy Two Gloves has got a broken digit, right? Broken finger, I believe. Don't you have to play him with a broken finger over Skylar Thompson? In a no, playoff I just, game? I mean, it sounds like he's struggling to just throw the ball where they yeah, need to. He can't oh. throw the ball. He really can't do anything. So, so, yeah, so those are the options. Tua coming out of concussion protocol or Skylar Thompson in Orchard Park, and I'm supposed to take 11. Yeah, yeah. If, if, if you wanted to, or you can lay it, Dave, or you don't have to bet it. <laughs> I got to bet it. <laughs> what do you mean, why? Why do you have to because bet it? Because the Bills are going to beat them by a bazillion. So then what if, are you complaining about? I'm laying 11. Let's continue holder fire. Kelly, help go. me out, man. I can't figure this to, guy out. To the overrated bowl. <laughs> What is oh, Kelly. Giants, that Vikings. This should be your Super Bowl. Hey, man, I'm, of course you think, you, think, what, you think I'm backing away from the Vikes now? Come on. Good. Listen, I'm waiting for that two and a half to pop back up. Where are you? you? you they, they might be overrated. They might not be nearly as good as the top teams in the NFL, but they're still better than the Giants, okay? Yeah, Daniel Jones, the only person I got to worry about is Saquon Barkley having a big game. I know Minnesota's defense sucks. They've got. Th- this is what it comes down to. Would you rather have the better coach or the better talent? That's what you got to decide in this game. Dayball's a better coach. He's done great thing with, great things with his Giants team this year. There's more offensive talent on the Viking side of the ball. I think Kevin O'Connell's done a tremendous job. Yes. Yeah. 
Nobody's talking about him for coach of the year. Well, listen, coach of the year is like, you know, some of these other words given out in hockey. Does anybody even care? The coaches do. But like for the betting markets, right? You're going, you can make a case for seven guys. You really can. There's been some remarkable jobs done. And Kevin O'Connell should be right up at the top of the conversation. Well, you said seven. Who who would your seven be? Okay. If you want to go through them very quickly, you got to go O'Connell. Mm-hmm. You could go Dan Campbell, nine mm-hmm. wins. You could go Doug Peterson. Yeah. You could go Kyle Shanahan. You could go Brian Dable. There's five. Okay. You could go, um, who am I missing? You know, the one I. I Sirianni. I, Sirianni, that's six. And I actually think the guy nobody talks about, the number one seed in the AFC, Andy Reid. You lost your best player, not named Patrick Mahomes, last year in Tyreek Hill. He goes to Miami. And how are we going to get this offense to look anything good? He gets a guy off the scrap heap from the Giants. Kadarius Tony, he's making plays. He's got uh, Marquez Valdez Scantling. He's got all these retreads from other teams, and they didn't miss a damn beat. I would, I would agree with you. I disagree that Hill was their second best offensive player. Oh, Kelsey. Yeah, I think Kelsey's an absolute difference good maker. But there's but, seven, right? I, I think you could put those seven in the I, conversation. I, I would agree. Oh, with you. And Mike Tomlin would be eight. Yeah, <laughs> you know what, Mike Tomlin to take a rookie quarterback, unbelievable, and to do what they've done, unreal, nine and eight. Still hasn't and they came season. with the Jets actually having any kind of offensive execution for making the playoffs. It is unbelievable the job Mike Tomlin did, but he won't get it because it's a non-playoff team. That's why Dan Campbell's not going to get it at 9-8, and eight, even though he did a really good job in the second half of the year. I get that, but I'm with you. Like Tomlin really should be up there, but Andy Reid's going to get ignored. It's a fascinating market. I think uh, two guys right now that, like Zach Taylor in this Bengals and Ravens game. Okay, by the way, six and a half here. For the Bengals, laying it against the Ravens. I'm taking the points here, but, but I would but, hold. But we don't know. It's the, the well, two Lamar Jackson's playing. Lamar Jackson doesn't have a contract after this after this week. It potentially if they lose, right? Why, why the the Ravens didn't offer him an extension? Well, they're going to offer him one, right? But but basically, he could say, I, "I bet on myself. I didn't I didn't accept your your rules, and so now." Do I need to play in this game? Like, if Lamar Jackson doesn't play in this game and he can play, if, if the doctors feel like, you know this, you know how this works. Team doctors think he can go. Player says, eh, I don't want to go. He's not going to be in Baltimore next year. Period. If he doesn't play, I don't think he's going to be in Baltimore next year. I don't think that's the case. I think, um, I think Harbaugh takes a very pragmatic approach to a lot of things. I'm a huge, huge John Harbaugh fan. I love him. I think he's a great coach. I think he's a great leader. Um, but to me, I, this can be interesting. Six and a half, kind of a big number here. I, I have a feeling Lamar's going to play. I like the Ravens in the six and a half, but I would wait. Again, you hope it gets up to seven. Now, the one problem yeah. is if you get confirmation he plays, and then all of a sudden the line comes down quickly, just something to pay attention you to. You got to be on it. Like, I, I, took, I took a small position on Cincinnati already at six and a half, thinking, thinking the exact opposite way, right, Ball? Because if he gets ruled out, you're going to see it uh, tick, tick up a little bit more. So well, he was week to week eight weeks ago. Whatever, how long? I, was, I think it's gonna be tough for him in his first game back too. I, but I don't. This is a wonky game too because these two teams just played this past week, right? right. Like I, it's always a tough handicapping scenario for me. And somehow they they kept it within eleven with Anthony Brown at quarterback. Yeah, which is pretty amazing if you really think about it. Yeah, that's fumbled. It might have made it closer. There's one other game we're gonna talk about too when we come back. That's the Monday night game, and there's another Monday night game too that we'll talk about. So national championship Cowboys Bucks next here on Big Bets. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, 
Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. With the start of the new year, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is your home for all the latest lines, odds, and boost. Whether you're a f- football, hockey, or basketball fan, Bet Rivers has you covered. So join us every week for new promotions like our Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance Bet, Sunday Football Parlay Insurance, and much more. It is a whole new ballgame. Back alongside Amal Shaw, Dave Ross here. Uh, by the way, when I read that, we said the new year is here. What's the uh, demarcation line for saying Happy New Year to somebody? I mean, it depends. Like, I always like to tell people just in case they want to buy gifts. I got a birthday coming up fairly soon. When is it? November. <laughs> you got to let people know. You got to give them advance notice. What's wrong with saying Happy New Year up until December 31st? As a country, we need to have hard, fast rules. Because without rules, we have anarchy. So I think you need to have a demarcation line of when you can say Happy New Year. Larry David did it on Curb Your Enthusiasm, January 7th. After that, no more Happy New Year. It's just like... You, it's it's when you feel it, Dave. Like so, someone dropped it on me like three days ago, and like I did I it feel like, wrong. Wait, what? I was like, yeah, it took you back, right? Yeah, yeah. I was like, that was like forever. Ago. I, I, I got a Happy New Year text this morning. There you go. This yeah. morning? Yeah. What is it? The tenth? Ninth or tenth? Ninth. What is, ninth. Yeah. It said, hey, Happy it? New Year. Blah blah blah. I was like, it's almost twenty twenty five. How was it? I wanted to. Sh- I should have sent him a reply and say, "Is this for twenty twenty four? Let's get to the pro tip for uh, hour number two here. I, I got to be honest with you. I know why we have this pro tip. This feels like a shot at me from Kelly. Well, you know, whoa, whoa, whoa. Maybe the first one was this, this show, okay? <laughs> this one's not. Maybe this is them all. This is just my opinion on the NFL card this week and the college championship game tonight. It is true. Just because these are marquee games, high profile, like the national championship, which we'll get into here, like Holder Fire we're talking about with the playoff games next week. You don't have to bet every game. You really don't. And I know you want to. I know I want to. But sometimes you can find just as many advantages in a Week 18 game uh, slate last week that had some preseason feels than you can in the quote-unquote biggest games with all the importance of win or go home. So the book knows this, right? They know how eager people are to run to the window, certainly on the game tonight, which we're going to talk more about in the national championship. But I think, all that really is smart. That if you don't like the game, like we were kidding about the Buffalo Bills game, 11 against the Dolphins, we don't know who the quarterback is. You kind of would be betting blind a little bit on the Ravens game right now, getting six and a half. Is Lamar Jackson going to play? We don't know. So we can theorize what we think is going to happen, but we truly don't know until we get there. So remember that before you run to the window, just because these are playoff games or national championship. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I you know, in terms of the Buffalo game, look, I, I believe Skylar Thompson is going to be the quarterback. Uh, for Miami in that matchup, and I think that's why you see reflecting the line. I think it'll go up by the time we get to kickoff there. Yeah, and again, it's reflected in the number for the Bengals. They are the books are assuming that Lamar will play because you just saw it was eleven and a half with Anthony Brown yesterday, and now it's six and a half. So that five point adjustment should tell you that the books are anticipating Lamar Jackson doesn't play. But if you grab the Bengals like Kelly did, and all of a sudden he doesn't play, you can get some closing line value. That is for sure. That is the pro tip, though, for hour number two. You do not have to bet every game on the board just because these are high-profile games. You can go to them. Uh, as a VEASAN Pro subscriber, you go to VEASAN.com. You can sort those out by show and or by sport. Before we get to the national championship tonight, one more on Holder Fire for Wild Card Weekend. It's a Monday night. Already makes me nervous. It's the standalone game, right? You got two on Saturday, you got two on Sunday with the new playoff format, and we got a Monday night football game. Mm-hmm. Cowboys, Buccaneers. 
And by the way, I grabbed Cowboys laying three last night. It's already come down. Two and a half. Well, first question is why? Because I did not look at the Cowboy game yesterday as a disaster like everybody else did. The game, we knew. How would you view it, Dave? <laughs> I viewed it as a preseason game. I, I did. I viewed it as, Dak, get it out of your system. Throw all those terrible picks. Don't run the ball. Don't play defense. You know, cough it up on special teams. Get it out He's of your system. Get it all out of the way now. Because right. to me, the Eagles weren't losing to the Giants. So the Cowboys, yes, they had the opportunity to move into the one or two spot if the Eagles were to lose on the ninth. It wasn't going to happen, right? Because we knew the Eagles were 16.5-point favorites against the G-Men, and the Niners covered their big number against the uh, Cardinals. So I kind of knew going in that barring an absolute catastrophe, they're going to be the five seed. So I really didn't get wrapped up in it like everybody else has been wrapped up in the catastrophe that was in D.C. yesterday. Is this how you're trying to make yourself feel a little bit Absolutely. better? Absolutely. And I do think the Cowboys will play – much better against Tampa. Now, it's a team they have not matched up well with. They played them the last two years to begin the season. They've lost twice. Very competitive game two years ago down in Tampa, which is where this one will be. A game they could have easily won. They didn't. And also, of course, last uh, this year where Dak Prescott got hurt in the fourth quarter. Don't let that fool you. Dallas was being dominated pillar to post in that game when Dak, Dak went out. So I don't look at that and go, oh, Dak played. Nah, they got beat. So now... Maybe loser leaves town for Todd Bowles or Mike McCarthy. I don't think Mike McCarthy should be fired if they lose, but there's a chance he does get fired if they lose. So there is some, maybe some hidden pressures on these coaches, put their best foot forward. The only thing that concerns me is Cowboy defense. Dan Quinn, by the way, has been given permission, or has not been given permission. Denver's asked for permission to talk to Dan Quinn. That's a distraction to me going into a playoff game. Guy might be already looking for another job. Okay, so there are things out there that do concern me from a Cowboys standpoint. But really, that was their <laughs> worst collective game yesterday. I cannot see them playing another game like they played yesterday when I know emotionally they were not into it. Well, I think Dan Quinn should be the least of your concerns. I think the bigger concern should be the fact that Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard yesterday had combined 15 carries couldn't, for 29 yards. Couldn't run the ball. Yikes. Well, I've been told that Tony Pollard's the man by everybody here, so I'm still waiting for him to show up and perform when in a game uh, where Zeke doesn't perform well. <clears throat> not me. I've always said Zeke's just still be the guy, and I said they should be a two-headed monster. I'm not one of those give the ball to Pollard 30, 30 times. I'm a split carries guy. And, but, but, but you nailed on the head of it, though, really, Amal. And it's truth be told here, this is a running team. If they don't run the ball, that's when Dak gets in a lot of trouble. So if they don't run the ball well against the Bucs, now the Buccaneers – uh, rushing defense has not been what it was in their Super Bowl year and certainly last year as well. It has not been as good. Now, it still worries me because 45 on the other side in, in uh, what, pewter and gold, is that what they call it? Uh, he can play. Yeah. Right. So they've got backers that can get after you. And if, if the Cowboys can't get to that second line, which could be a problem with the studs they have up front in Tampa, and running the ball becomes a challenge and it becomes a Dak Prescott game, we've already seen it, 15 picks. So the, there's concerns there. But conversely, I don't think the Buccaneers are going to be able to move the ball that well against the Cowboys. So that total is 45 and a half. That feels a little high to me, to be honest with you. Because I think this is going to be a slugfest, and I look for the Cowboys to be able to pull away and win this thing late. Yeah, you know, in terms of the numbers right now, sitting at two and a half, if you like Dallas, it's not a bad play. If you like Tampa, maybe you wait to see if it comes back up. I think it comes down. It doesn't hurt you as much as if it goes back up. as advantageous. Yep. Uh, so I would wait if you like the Buccaneers, but if you like Dallas, I would fire. And maybe if you like the under, I would think you might want to fire in that 45 and a half. I don't think that's going to stay there by the time we get to kick. I think that's going to come down in about 44, 44, 44 and a half, somewhere in there. I, I tend to agree with you. I think it's a number that could come down, absolutely. All right, we got a couple minutes to go. Let's wrap up uh, today's show with the national championship. Something we talked about, obviously, in hour number one, but let's get some final thoughts here. Again, this number has been back trending towards Georgia. All week, it kind of came down. TCU money was pushing this down to about 12, as low as 12. We're back up a full point to 13. The total's been right around that 62, 63 number. It was 63 and a half. Now it's ticked down since the beginning of the show. Look at that. Subtle moves from hour number one to closing. It's gone up even a half point to Georgia, back to 13 and a half. And the total has come down to 63 from 63 and a half. So subtle moves. But moves nonetheless, Amal. What do you make of those? Yes, yeah, it's interesting in terms of where the number's going. Um, 
I'm actually not that surprised people are back in Georgia. I think people might be looking at TCU's performance as a bit of a fluke, and Georgia's it didn't have an overwhelming performance against Ohio State mm. as a one-off as well. So from that standpoint, I think a couple of factors in play. But um, again, like I said, I stayed away from this game, didn't see a particularly strong edge one way or the other. Um, I probably, if I were to play this, I would probably take TCU in the points. I don't have an opinion on the total. I did play the first half under 31 and a half, and those could be adjusting now with that half point coming down from 63 and a half to 63. I, you know, it doesn't seem like a big deal, but I did like getting that hook at 31 and a half. That's a lot. 17, 14, you know, do the math. I think it will be a bit of a struggle early for these offenses to figure out the defenses. And you mentioned it with TCU with their tackling. If they tackle well early on, I could see some punts in this first half, first half feeling out process, look for the adjustments in the second half. If I get that slow first half that I'm looking for them all, then I might pop back in in a live game over. Yeah, that's a fair way to go. Um, you know, to me, this is a game. It feels like early on, you're going to get an indicator of how it might play out. I want to see how the frogs match up against Georgia's defense from an offensive standpoint. Um, you know, I, I think they'll give up some points. Remember they led the FBS in terms of plays, given up over 20 yards, uh, TCU did this year. So that's the one thing you got to keep down, cut down on the big plays. How do you attack them very quickly for Georgia? Are we running the ball? Or are we letting Stetson Bennett do his thing? I let Stetson Bennett throw the ball. I think they'll be able to move the ball through the air comfortably. Okay. So again, that's now down to 63 of the total, but up Georgia to 13 and a half. Uh, great having Ben Fox, our VP of digital content, in on the show today. Kelly, always a great job behind the glass as well. Don't go anywhere. The final countdown next here on these. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.